0: and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Happy February. We made it through January. However, it's still winter. We're going to be talking about that in this episode. (laughs) I'm pumped for y'all to hear from Sam and Mickey. I call them the OMJ gals. Our Manifestation Journey is the name of their podcast. Seriously, just listen to this episode. They are so refreshing. Like, I vibe with them on every level. If you love you do woo, you're going to be obsessed with our podcast. But we sort of talk about why they started their podcast. We talk about a few manifestation hacks that they have that they've given me that have been amazing. We talk about channeling. We get pretty woo woo into that. And just like the super transparent and vulnerable ups and downs of this whole thing we call manifestation. I've become really close with Sam and Mickey. We're part of a sort of mastermind and we meet every week on Zoom to talk about the energetics of money and abundance and just hold space for each other. It's literally my favorite group I've ever been a part of. And it's crazy how all of this came to be and how they were brought into my life and all of the different things I just like feel so aligned with them. It's been fun having them in my life. And it's cool because I feel like I've talked about this a lot lately. We just closed the cart for the feminine art of getting rich. And don't worry if you weren't able to join us for this first launch. We're going to be launching it again this year. So make sure you're part of my email newsletter and you can click on the freebie in the show notes below if you're not yet part of it, because that's where you'll hear about it. If you want to join the next launch of the money course, cause it's awesome. Sam and Mickey are actually a part of it too. And it's amazing, but we've been talking about this a lot as far as being in receiving mode And tapping into your feminine energy more in order to call in more money and abundance and all of that. And having Sam and Mickey in my life is like something that just came. I didn't force it or try to find somebody like them or find this mastermind that we're a part of. It just sort of fell into my lap and was one of the first manifestations that came through when I started practicing this art of receiving. So, I think that y'all are going to love this episode. Sam and Mickey are super special and I'm just excited to connect you with them and for you to get to know them a little bit better. If you love this episode, I just ask for you to share it with a friend that you feel like needs this or snap a screenshot and tag me at you do woo and Sam and Mickey at our manifestation journey and share the love. That's how we don't have sponsors or anything like that on this podcast just yet. So that is how we grow. And I so appreciate your word of mouth, kind advertising. So enjoy the episode and I'll see y'all next week. have the gals from our manifestation journey podcast on the show today sam and mickey welcome i'm so excited to have our listeners hear from y'all we have lots of manifesting mamas that listen and i'm excited to chat all things manifestation with you happy 2022 how's your year going
1: it's been a really great reset, restart for us.
2: Yes, that's a really good way of wording it. Yeah, we took some time at the end of 2021 to just breathe and reflect and redirect
1: where we want the show to go and where kind of we want our lives to go. (laughs) Yeah, I think out of the gate, I think we were just a way that everything kind of lined up for us. It just so happened that out of the gate was 2022 for us. Mm -hmm. So I know for a lot of people, It's the beginning of the year, and they're like, Oh yeah, crap. I have to like work on myself and goals and stuff. But for us, we had been planning for months our restart for 2022. We've been planning that since October, November, December. So we really like rushed out of the gate on Yeah, (laughs) 2022.
0: Oh, I love that. And I'm like a little bit jealous that I didn't do the same thing. So I met Sam and Mickey in the podcast accelerator program that the almost 30 gals put on and we just connected on there and we're like oh my gosh I I love talking to you this is so awesome and they had intentionally been like okay we're not recording any new stuff we're not putting any new stuff out we're just going to like soak all this in sort of have a little bit of a hibernation period wintering time which y'all live up in Canada so it was already cold <laughs> I'm down in Texas so we were still having like 90 degree days in October but when y'all said that, that you were sort of taking a break during those seven weeks, and then through December, I was like, I should have done that. (laughs) But sort of my second half of December and January was this way. And I'm thankful for that. So I just want to like, I'm excited for y'all having your rebrand and, you know, going right out of the gate and all that kind of stuff. But I also want to just Anybody who's listening, this is coming out while it's still winter time. Like it's okay to still sort of like take things slow and have that downtime and not starting a whole bunch of new stuff and just taking time to ground and sort of go inward and listen to yourself. I think that's a huge huge Absolutely. thing.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And the metaphor I was using was like, you know, we were going in a certain direction and I found that it was like Kind of disjointed. Like it was like, okay, sometimes we'd upload and sometimes we wouldn't. And it just felt so like we don't even know what we're doing. It felt all over the place. And I actually had a meditation through the almost 30 accelerator and I talked to the soul of the podcast, which was weird. Like they're like, visualize the soul of your podcast. I was like, what? But she had a lot to say. And it was like, it's time for you to take me seriously. And so I felt like, you know, the ship was headed in a certain direction. Right. Right. It was chaotic. It was just like an aimless ship just spinning spinning around. And I'm like, okay, I need to like stop the ship and then turn it and then go. And in order to do that, there's a lot of things that we kind of needed to revamp and focus on and answer questions that maybe we hadn't thought of before. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah,
1: to your point, like it is kind of funny. Okay. So we're all relaxed on our holidays. We're all connecting with our families. It's Christmas. It's just like, you're supposed to pause. And then a week later, it's like, boom, okay, ready? Like, new year, let's do it. Right. And people are like, what? Like, they feel like, wait a minute, I, you know, I don't have enough time here. So that's absolutely right. It's kind of absurd to think that you should have your shit together Mm -hmm. for January 1st. You know, like we, like for us, again, it took us a couple months to get out of the gate. So, like, it appears that we're like, wow, look at them. It's January 1st. And they're Mm -hmm. just, you know, that's actually not the case, it took us months before <laughs> yeah. and we were just like, January 1st is when we're going to restart this. It feels great. It's so it felt right. Yeah, yeah. It felt
0: good, but yeah, for other people, it's yeah, kind of, it's ridiculous like, it's
1: kind of ridiculous
0: to put that expectation on yourself. And everybody listening, I highly recommend going and subscribing to the podcast, the, Our Manifestation Journey, because I've listened over the past 10, 15 years to a ton of podcasts and YouTubes and whatever about manifesting. And sometimes, I don't know, there's a few different brands of the manifestation stuff out there, right? There's like these sleazy salespeople type stuff where you're like, oh, I don't even want a part of that. And they're like, you can make a million dollars in these three steps, blah, blah, blah. Or there's people who already have gone through decades of manifestation work. And then you see them on the quote unquote, other side where they're making a million dollars a month and all of that kind of stuff. And then there's another subset, which I think you do woo's in this category too, but y'all are real good at it, of talking about your manifestation you know, process while you're in it. Sort of talking about the stuff that doesn't look so pretty or that didn't work out the way that you think it would. And what I love about this is that y'all are going to be able to go back in like a couple of years and a year or two and be like, oh my gosh, this is what we were going through at this time and learning at this time and just watching that evolution of your manifestation muscle and your soul and all of, and the soul of the podcast and all of that kind of stuff. And it really is one of the most authentic shows out there. Talking about manifestation. How did y'all like tell the backstory of like how you came up with your podcast idea?
1: The fall of 2019, we actually wanted to record a podcast about a year before this 2018. And it didn't go like we tried it for a couple of times and it just was like eh, it was really super, it was clunky, and we were just like kind of lost on what we were talking about. But so in the fall of 2019 we were invited to go to an Abraham Hicks conference. And my friend, my girlfriend, who actually is doing her school with through human design and becoming a human design coach, she said, Hey, have you heard about Abraham Hicks? And I'm like, I have heard about Abraham Hicks. And so we started kind of diving into it. We went to this conference, Mickey. So it was just the three of us that went and it was incredible. And then right after it was so much was happening at this time. We'd gone to this conference. We went, to, cause it was in Boston. We went to Salem. So we went to a witch community. A couple of weeks before Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that was very female empowered and very magical spells and manifestation. We went to woman manifestation uh, land land or like <laughs> Mecca or yeah, whatever. Like yeah. we went to the,
2: we the, saw psychics, the land. Like yeah. we,
1: we saw psych. Yeah. We just went to manifestation world. Right after we saw Abraham Hicks. And also on that same weekend, I started working with Manifestation Babe. So I came across her account. Catherine Zinkina's account, Manifestation Babe, and she was doing Rich Babe Academy. At the time, it doesn't and exist it was, anymore. Yeah. And it was like a six week thing. So I had just started that. So I was kind of, we were doing it together and I was kind of shuffling things over to Mickey, like, hey, this world and, you know, thinking about how we were, were with our money and our relationship with our money, something mm-hmm. we never thought about before. And so we just started having these conversations and we're like, hey, podcast time. And so the podcast in the beginning was, we want to document our journey with us learning about manifestation and putting it into practice so that people like us can listen and follow along and feel inspired. We didn't want to wait until we'd figured it all out. Yeah. And yeah. then tell our story because we feel, feel alone a lot of the time when we're listening to experts tell their story after 20 years or whatever, like however, however long it took, like we felt alone in that. And so we're like, we want to bring people along with us and document the ups and downs and everything. And yeah, um, cause it's not all sunshine and rainbows.
2: Like it's yeah. like you think like in this world and that's how it's presented a lot of the time mm-hmm. it's presented. Like you just receive and you're in the flow and look, I manifested $10,000 this month. And you're like, okay, yeah, that, that looks okay. That looks nice. Let's try that. And then you fail and you're like, well, clearly I suck at this and it doesn't work. Right. Like that's kind of the attitude that can, that can creep up, that doubt can come in. And that's kind of where we have each other as well Is we Mm -hmm. have those days where we're just like, fuck this, this doesn't work. I don't want to do this anymore. And then a couple of days goes by and the other person that at that time, that person's like, it's okay. You know, and they Mm -hmm. talk you through it and then the roles reverse. Right. But I mean, the fortunate thing is that we have each other.
1: There's so many interesting things that we could do originally before, right? 2018, we wanted to do the podcast about us living together because that's an interesting concept, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're living with our husbands and our children and all in one house. And we've been doing so for 10 years. Like you don't hear that very often. So that's interesting enough. And then we're like, all right, we're like, now we're getting real (laughs) juicy. So yeah, yeah, it's been about our journey with it and experimenting with it and playing with it and bringing people along with us and being authentic in that as well and recognizing how we manifest differently. I think that that's kind of a key part as well. And I think
2: human design has helps with that, but Mm -hmm. like both of us have different strategies that kind of work for us. And that's important because again, the teachers, they teach what, what worked for them, which is great but that doesn't work for everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we're trying to understand what works for each of us. And then hopefully in our diversity, people learn that maybe they'll manifest differently too. Right? Like it's like, just take what works and leave what doesn't and just don't give up. Mm -hmm. I think that's like our main message is like, we don't want to give up. Like we're not giving up, right? Like it doesn't look like it's working today. Doesn't mean it's not going to work tomorrow. Like every day you got to take a little step towards whatever you desire. And that's like, Again, another part that makes us a little bit different from the average manifestation teacher is they make money teaching manifestation. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's part of what we what we do, but our ultimate passions lie outside of manifestation. So I'm a film director and Sam works with short-term rentals and has a community of really amazing short-term rentals around the world. And she has a community of hosts. I'm talking for you. I'm that's, sorry. No,
1: it's good. Uh, you probably have a better
2: feed buzz line. I I have
1: a hard time describing what I do. So
2: So anyway, what we do is it's outside of the manifestation world. And we want to prove that this stuff works, even if you're not a manifestation coach. Yes, Yes. Right. Like, so that people can be like, I'm a doctor. Can this work for me? Yes. Or I'm a teacher. Can this
0: like, yes. Yes. Like we want to prove
2: that you can still use these strategies outside of manifestation world.
0: Totally. One thing that I, think is so cool that I want to start doing quite a bit more is the whole writing down not mm-hmm. only your manifestations and what you're trying to call in but like what goes on once you put those out there and then like the the little tests and triggers and hardships and whatever that come your way and then how you navigate that in your right Mickey like it is different for everybody everybody's strategy human design everybody's authority and strategy and manifestation style is different but one thing we can all do is sort of write down the actions thoughts beliefs and whatever that you're having on a daily basis and then when a manifestation comes through small medium large be like okay what have i been doing the past few weeks like what did i do differently what unblocking did i do what type of energy was i in all of that kind of stuff and then seeing where your personally your strong spots are because everybody sort of can have like quick manifestation energy it's different for everybody though like for me when i release control and surrender things flow in a lot easier but that's the hardest thing in the world for me to do whereas it might not be for someone else like when i release control around time and i don't have this grasping and this need to fit things into a schedule which i know from the depths of my soul that time is an illusion and not real anyways but like my human brain can't get that you know what i mean yeah like my mind yeah. can't get that so every time i do that's my fast track to manifesting do you all know what your sort of fast tracks are each of y'all you have different tips
2: that we've learned kind of over the years yes. and sure we'll is. like we'll upload We actually have little mini episodes coming up, which is the first time that we've ever done that on the show, Mm -hmm. Where we're just going to upload like, here's a tip, here's a tip, like little things that we've learned. But my initial reaction to this is just answering one really, really important question every day, Mm -hmm. all day long. And that is what would I rather do right now? So this question for us has Mm -hmm. been a crazy game changer. And Sam, you have a beautiful backstory on how Mm -hmm. this came about
1: for you. Yeah, so I had just... I guess this would be back in 2000 and 2017, I graduated from a behavioral psychology degree. I liked what I was learning, but I always knew, even while I was in it, that I wasn't going to pursue it, which had me feeling like, oh God, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And so when I graduated, I found myself sitting on my couch applying for jobs I knew I was going to hate. I knew I was going to hate and I was still applying for it. And I was going into interviews pretending that I wanted it and trying to convince them that I want, like the whole thing, I was like, it didn't last very long. Like I was like, uh, this is hella no, like, (laughs) this is not going to work out in my favor. And I think, I don't know if it's my personality, but I was just like, not even attempting to push through it. And so I'm sitting on my couch and I'm like, what am I going to do? Like super lost on what I was going to do. It was hard. It was like a dark night of the soul. And I asked myself on my couch, you know what you don't want to do? What would you rather do right now? And whatever the answer was, if it was, I would rather wash dishes than sit on this couch and feel sad Then I would wash dishes, which is saying a lot because I really don't like washing dishes, (laughs) but that changed my energy. That changed my vibe. And then from there, after I was done, I was like, what would you like to do next? I would rather make my bed than do what I'm doing right now. So I just kept pivoting towards higher alignment. What would you rather do? And it was such a gentle way to shift me out of a funk or out of this energy of not knowing confusion, being lost into a place where things just started to take more momentum. I'm doing things that light me up and I didn't care what the response was. I didn't Mm -hmm. care because it made me feel better. And eventually what it ended up landing me enough of that questioning led me to creating my own vacation rental and hosting other people. It genuinely led me there because it just kept being gravitated to things that lit me up. And what's so funny is what happened was we had a fire at one of our houses. We own a rental rental property. property. And so we had a fire there. And so it wasn't a vacation rental. We need to no. it was just like a a regular regular rent. We had full-time tenants and we had a fire and I sat across from Nick and I said, I know what I want to do. I want to open up my own vacation rental. And he said, well, do you think you could do it at the house that just we had a fire at? Because The fire caused that we had to have the tenants leave and we had to, it wasn't serious. We had to renovate. Like we had to, you know, so I was like, yes, I could do it in there. And then I was like, and I know who could move in right away as a short-term rental. And it was just like, boom, boom, boom. Three weeks later, I was running my own vacation rental. It was booked out years in advance. I was featured in magazines. Like it was just like, boom. And that was through that line of questioning. What would you rather do? What would you rather do? And it's
2: a, it's a way to, to, it helps strengthen that
1: intuition muscle, right? Like
2: you just sit with yourself and you ask yourself and you kind of like, and I know with human design, there's different strategies, like, you know, with, with the generators that gut response, right. That sickle response or whatever. So like you use, if you know about human design, you can use that strategy to help you make that decision, but really in that moment. And like, this is the thing too, that I do want to mention with moms because like it's Tough being a mom in this realm, I find because it's like in order to get an alignment, in order to get higher vibration, you just need to sit and meditate and journal. And I'm like, like, how the fuck do I do that? I don't have time to do all this. I'm I'm woken up by a baby monitor every morning. Like, I don't have time to like stretch my arms and like meditate. You know, I mean, I guess I could if I set an alarm earlier, but I'm freaking exhausted from being a mom. Anyway. So I've got two kids under three. So it's like, it's a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. And so for, for moms, I would say, again, my biggest strategy was when you can, when you can take the time, like don't be hard on yourself. Don't feel guilty. Don't think this is another huge, important thing too, that we learn all the time. You can manifest when you're in a bad mood. You can still manifest everything that you want. You can manifest and be sad. You can manifest and be angry. Like you don't have to be a perfect person to manifest what you want in your life. Right. Yeah. So, like, you know, you're not of the highest vibration, but that's okay. If you allow yourself to just be in that moment, you'll shift out of it faster anyway. And then you can be on to the next. But, like, just don't be hard on yourself for being a mom and yeah. being in this world and thinking that you're falling behind or whatever. Like, if you're a mom and you have passion and you have drive and there's like something that you're really going for, but you've got kids, like, you're going to be distracted. You can't be on it all day, every day, like someone who doesn't have kids. So like, just take yourself off the hook there. Like that's really important. So answering this question, like, what would I rather do? And right now your kids running around the house because they don't want to put their shirt on. It's Mm -hmm. like, what would I rather do right now? Freaking go on vacation. That's what What I would would
0: rather do. do. Right. But like, (laughs) it's like that resonates so much with me. There's a couple of things about that. One, my daughter's a little over two and i feel like i've become a more powerful manifester since becoming a mom not because i have more time not because i have more energy not i mean i've gone through ridiculous postpartum depression and anxiety like crazy mood stuff crazy hormone stuff whatever but there's this like thing that i have learned and am still working on of not only learning how to ask for help which i never did before becoming a mom and receiving. And Mm -hmm. I think that's such a huge thing. I just came off of like three weeks with no daycare and not a lot of working, which as a generator is like hell on earth. Like I love working and not having a lot of alone time and all of that kind of stuff. And yesterday when I got back home, I was like, I told my husband, I was like, I need to take a couple hours, go to the gym, sit in the sauna, read, have alone time. I never used to ask for help and so for moms there has to be somebody like even if you're a single mom and you don't have family around you can find someone in your community that you can trade childcare with so that you at least get a few times a week that you can have some alone time like I think sometimes as moms we make excuses for ourselves and think that Mm -hmm. we need like eight hours a day to do all of this and be able to manifest and you don't it's no, just you a little bit of time that you need.
2: Yeah. And whatever time you do, that's so important. Like, I love that you said that because it's like, obviously, and I feel like this message is starting to become on repeat, which is a good thing, but it's like, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup and like, you know, you're teaching your kids that being a martyr is what a mom means. And like, that's not true either. Like you need to teach them that time out with yourself is really important. So all of that, but also when you do have that time, Sometimes it's like, you know what, sometimes you do want to zone out and watch Netflix and sit on your phone and that's fine. But if you do want more from life, asking yourself that question, what would I rather do right now? And practicing that will help you in those moments that you do have alone. And sometimes like Sam said, it'll lead you to something when you're like, do I really want to do that right now? And it's like, your body's like, yes. You're like, that's weird. Like, that's not something I would normally do. Like maybe it's go for a walk or go for a drive and you don't know what that's going to lead you to right? Like you don't know who you're going to bump into. You don't know what opportunities are going to happen. Like your higher self always knows what the shortcut is to the next big desire that you want. They always know. So it's yeah. like, you just have to be in a, in a place of trust and faith. And like, if you get this download, this ping, that's like, go for a walk. And it's like, okay, I was going to do this, but this feels like a strong, okay, I'm going to do yeah. it. And then you do it. And then crazy stuff ensues. You bump into somebody that says they have a job opportunity or whatever it is Like you just don't know. So you have to trust You start learning to listen and trust, but yeah, don't be, don't be hard on yourself if that time isn't all the time because life, you know, we are humans. We are trying to balance all of our relationships with other people and kids and partners and everything else. So yeah, that was a big lesson for me is, and I'm still practicing. This This is one of my resolutions. I'm using that loosely and in air quotes this year is to drop the guilt. Like I'm really letting go and it still bubbles up. But then I'm like, nope, you are allowed to take a break. You are allowed to go upstairs and be quiet and watch Queer Eye if you want
0: to. Like just, it's okay. Everyone will be okay. Like, and if they're not, that's their problem. I just binged the whole season of Queer Eye while I was in Austin, their Austin episode. It was so fun sort of being in Austin while I was watching. That makes it more special. One quick thing. I have lots of questions to ask y'all. One quick thing about human design. So Sam, you're a generator. you found this out like two years ago. When did y'all get into humans? A year ago. A year ago.
2: We heard about it. Yeah.
0: We found that out a year ago. Mickey, you first thought you were a generator and then you got your correct birth time and all that and found out you're a projector. Tell us quickly what that was like. Mind-blowing. And like, it's mind-blowing because
2: if you know anything about being a projector or projectors, what we crave is to be seen. So when you find out you're a projector, you're like, wait, what? And then you start to learn what it means to be a projector. And like, I cried for two days. Like I was like, my mind was absolutely blown on how naturally my whole life, it's how I wanted to live, but being conditioned, Mm -hmm. like I was conditioned out of it, or maybe made to feel guilty for wanting to live like a projector. And I was called princess if I'm uncomfortable, if I'm too tired or whatever, it was like I was kind of teased for it. And it just gave me this whole new understanding and permission to just be. Mm. So it was a crazy game
0: changer for me. So we're all like this, the world we live in is a generator world. However, what's weird is that we're all taught by just whatever, I guess we learn it first in school or something. But Taught to make all decisions with our mind and not our body. And in Mm -hmm. design, authority is the decision-making process. And no one's authority is your mind. Yours is sacral, Sam. Mine, yeah. What is yours?
2: Mine is uh, mind. So I'm supposed to like step back, right? Because I only have two defined. I've got my crown and my third eye. eye.
0: Nobody has mind as the authority, as the decision-maker. Yours might be sounding board or that's it. Sounding that's it board, sounding board authority which is like self-projected authority mm-hmm. is like you being needing to talk things out not necessarily to get the other person's opinion but to hear your own voice and the energetic shift in your body in your voice mm-hmm. when you say something that feels good so it's like mm-hmm. everybody and I have sacral like you Sam but like everybody is meant to make decisions from their body and not their head, Mm. their brain. Mm -hmm. Our brain is a beautiful thing and can do lots of stuff, but it's not meant for decision making. Mm -hmm.
1: I really like this because I think like over the last few weeks, I've actually been diving into uh, Joe Dispenza Mm -hmm. and the science behind the quantum field and how we really are in it and how we manipulate it and our emotional journey. I think that's what this, the whole thing is like, I also just read this book The Heart of the Soul by Gary Zukave. It's an emotional journey. Mm-hmm. It's about us moving energy through our body and recognizing like earlier in this episode you were talking about you wanting to document what you've done in order to like say, "Oh, okay, that's what worked." That's what, what worked didn't. and that's what didn't. And really what that is is just like your awareness, mm-hmm. developing awareness of your emotional state all the time. And like, it sounds really exhausting, but I think that it is is at at first. first. yeah. But I think that with practice, it becomes more natural and developing that intuition, developing that trust muscle within ourselves. I think that's what gives us ultimate freedom. Like Mm -hmm. I feel, I mean, classic, our manifestation journey. I don't have all the answers, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm a student here learning and kind of reporting on the things that I'm like discovering. And I think that that's a huge part of it. It's this, because for us, we, in the one year, so we started that podcast in 2018 by 2020, around the same time we had manifested so much into our lives, like a new house on the water. I had manifested a car, like we'd done so much work. Slash no work at all (laughs) to manifest this amazing life. Yeah. Mindset work. Mindset work. To manifest this amazing life. Like our life is bonkers to Mm -hmm. most of the people on the planet. There is this part that we are still trying to figure out. And I've figured out so far that it's definitely an emotional journey. There's a reason why we haven't manifested what we're wanting to manifest right now is a constant stream of abundance. So we want to be making money. We want to see money coming into our bank accounts every month, all the time. No issues about it. Just like, this is just the way it is. We've been stuck on that for yep. a year. We've been stuck on it. We haven't mastered it yet. Yep. And I'm like, we will. We, know, taken, we know we will. Well, And, and all exciting. last year, you out of your alignment, not working within your My human design. your human design, yeah. me being frustrated a lot of the time and working against myself a lot of the time last year, was out of alignment, like it was. I mean, emotionally not, yeah, emotionally like, messy. So I thought I was a generator
2: for a year, and so I started operating like one. Like yeah. my maternity leave ended, and we had moved into this new house, and I had said to my husband, "Like I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore." Like not in terms of us and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> our relationship, <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, no, I just meant like. I don't want to be this the primary caregiver anymore. I yeah. want to take a step back. It's my turn to to work. You take care of the kids, and so I did that. And I I worked like a generator for three months, mm-hmm. and I completely burned myself out, like completely to the point where, if you know Louise Hay and her teachings, dizziness means overwhelm, and I had, I developed Virgo, and it was debilitating, like it was so severe that I couldn't turn my head without the whole world spinning. And I had that for just under three months. So I was like down and out. I wasn't functioning. Like I would just be in my bed, barely moving, watching Shit's Creek because I needed something that I hadn't seen, but like, couldn't be too deep, but like, you know, just something to completely distract me from where I was in my life. Luckily I had the support that I did. And then I went to, if you don't know this exists and you have vertigo, this is important. I went to a physiotherapist, Uh somebody who specializes in the vestibular system and he
0: cured it in one go. Cause not all ENPs like, my husband had vertigo. My husband's a projector. He got vertigo when he was renovating our house nonstop for like three months once Mm. COVID hit. like, you're working too much, but he had to do it at that time, but he went to an ENT and they're like, yeah, we really don't know what causes vertigo. And I'm like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah. (laughs) A vestibular physiotherapist knows exactly what causes it and like how to fix it. And he fixed me in one session. So I'm like, this needs to be like shouted from the rooftops. Cause I went, I was at, in the emergency room, I was at our, like our local clinic and like, they just handed me drugs. Like it was just like, And it didn't obviously fix anything. It just either gave me more anxiety or made me a zombie. It was just ridiculous. So coming down from that, not just the vertigo, I developed panic attacks because I felt like I couldn't trust my body in the world. Like it was silly and I'm still recovering from all of that, but that is what can happen. Particularly, Mm -hmm. I would say particularly for a projector, but that's what can happen if you're working out of alignment, Mm -hmm. right? If you're ignoring your intuition. Like I'm only supposed to work two to four hours a day. Some people say no hours a day. (laughs) And I was like hardcore working like, you know, as many hours a day as I could, like 10 hours a day for three months straight. Like it was like,
0: and obviously look what
2: happened. Right.
0: So like, it's so important to
2: learn this stuff about yourself.
0: Like, it's so crazy how very similar our paths are in this whole process, because I feel like one thing I learned is that when I was manifesting the past couple of years, I mean, I've have manifested so much in my life, like weird stuff. Like I was obsessed with twilight when I was like 22. And now my last name is Cullen, weird, weird stuff that I've manifested. But in the last couple of years, when I've been like way, way more intentional about it, I also, I've called in a lot of different things and a lot of money and a lot of cool things, but they were from a frantic energy Like, okay, this has to happen. This is gonna happen. And it happens. And then it immediately has to go and be used for something else that I manifest because it came through in that frantic energy. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And everything that happened never really felt like enough. And I couldn't live in gratitude for a decent amount of time Mm -hmm. because it was like, this has to happen. I have to feel safe, like the universe won't support me, only I can support myself, and this is the exact way that it has to be. So you don't have to be perfect in your way of manifesting, like it'll still come through, but then you're going to learn a a lesson in the after it comes through situation, you know?
2: Yeah, well, we learned recently that manifesting your identity is more important than manifesting the actual thing. Because if you manifest the desire before your identity shifts, then you don't know how to keep the thing or you don't, you don't feel like you deserve the thing or whatever. Like it's, it's more important to focus on yourself and your energy changing Mm -hmm. before the desire comes in, which sounds a lot less fun because you're like, I just want the car. Why do I have to like, yeah, myself, I'm worthy of the car. I just want the car. And like our earlier selves, you can hear that, that frantic manifesting energy Mm -hmm. Earlier on in our journey, like particularly when we were trying to manifest this house, like we're like, we're doing all the things we're doing the affirmations and we're, we're using our Oracle cards and like, why hasn't it happened yet? Like we're in a manifest, like we were just like so hardcore about it. And it's like, no, really what happened with us what really got the ball rolling was I was on my first film set and then you were helping me on it as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like I was in In
2: your alignment as much as
1: I was, but I
2: was like in this really beautiful place of alignment. And then we got the call that we could move into this house. And it was like, I wasn't doing anything manifestation. I wasn't like meditating. I wasn't doing anything. It was just, I was doing something that really lit me up and made me really happy. And that's when I got the call. So that's the other thing. You don't have to be practicing the manifestation stuff in order to manifest things in your life you just have to answer that question what would I rather do and what would light me up right now yeah and do that thing like for you it was painting a door like you were like yeah when we
1: moved into the house I spent the first week of being here like settling in and making it my own and the end of the week we manifested something amazing Again, that is why we talk about our passions being so integral to the manifestation process, Mm -hmm. right? Like getting lost in love and getting lost in passion and drive and motivation and, and creativity. That is the energy of manifestation and gratitude, right? Like feeling so grateful to be able to do your passion or whatever, like that is the vibration of manifestation. Practicing that is... How you do it. And then you forget about the things that you are that are on is on your manifestation list because you're so enthralled with what you're doing. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. The whole point is to like you forget forget what you're actively manifesting because you're having so much fun and what you're currently doing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And sometimes I'll I'll ask source, I'll be like, okay, I literally just care about the feeling behind this thing that I'm wanting. So like give me those feelings now in another way and then maybe i won't want that thing anymore or you can still give it to me or whatever you know but it's like yeah. you're always sort of chasing the feelings or the yeah. relief or the abundance or the peace or the yes. joy yes mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's all about
2: right now it's all about this moment right right now that's yes. all you have control over ever right? It's just literally how you feel right now. You have no control over what happened. You have no control over what's coming. It's like right in this moment is all you have. And that is the fun part. Like it's Mm -hmm. that total bumper sticker, the joy is in the journey, but it's true. Like you Mm -hmm. just, you don't want everything that you ever want to manifest all at once in one day anyway. Yeah. Like we said, do you you want
1: all the food? That's what Abraham says.
2: Do you want all the food you're going to eat in your entire life right now? Like, no, no, that doesn't sound good. That sounds awful. Like, it's like, you want to spread it out the whole point is to play and have fun and spend your days doing as much as you can that lights you up while you wait for your manifestations to happen.
1: Yeah. And I think it's also about discovering your authentic power, right? This is all about you being the creator of your universe and the creator of your world and discovering your authentic power to be empowered and to know that you can call on any emotion that you want, right? Like you choose, you choose your emotions. Which Mm -hmm. is sounds really hard when you're feeling really stressed or really frustrated. But Mm -hmm. when I was watching a Joe Dispenza thing, it was like he used to tell his kids if they were angry more than two minutes, they were faking it because (laughs) your brain moves through you if you allowed to move through. Yeah, he's like more than two minutes, and you're faking it. Just like damn, like if you've allowed your emotions to run you over, take you over. It's not going to work for you. Right? It just, it's
2: something that takes practice because you can yeah. be
1: angry about something and let yourself be
2: angry about something. Cause I feel like if you suppress that shit, then like it comes out in other ways. Mm-hmm. So like, it's okay to be angry about something, but you can't dwell there. Like you got to work, you got to work through that stuff. And the more you practice observing your emotions versus like dwelling in them the quicker you're able to pivot and the quicker you're able to be like, Ugh, this doesn't feel good. I got to do something. And like yeah. you'll dance or journal or do whatever it is, or just cry it out or I don't know, watch a sad movie or something. I don't know. You develop different strategies because you realize that being in that energy
0: is, it's just not good for you. Hmm. I sometimes will like play this little game where I'm like, okay, source, God, divine, whatever you you call it. I'll say, like, I'm feeling these ways. I let myself feel it, obviously. And I think naming it is better where it's like, I'm scared or I'm angry or I'm sad or whatever. And then I'll be like, if I get rid of this, please bring me some little miracle to Mm -hmm. like reward me. That's so fun. There's not a problem asking for rewards for getting rid of negative. Yeah, Yeah. That's a cute, (laughs) I
2: love that strategy. That's great. Yeah, that that is.
0: Okay, one last thing I wanted to ask y'all about before we wrap up. Sam, I just saw the reel that y'all did a few days ago Mm -hmm. about Mickey channeling a message from source for you. Will you tell about that experience and what that was like? And then Mickey, you can tell about channeling and how you, you know, that whole thing. This is
1: a thing. Mickey channels and it's amazing. And I have been witnessing her do it for other people for, I don't know, a few months, like since the summer, since the summer. yeah. Yeah. And you know, it kind of I'll let you, I guess, tell the story of how it all happened. But one day I <laughs> and for Mickey, like this has been hard because again, she had been going through vertigo. And so separating herself outside of her body was very scary. For her. Yeah. yeah. But here I come in the office asking her to do it for me, anyways. I think I partly wanted her to see that she could do it, like mm-hmm. that she was powerful enough to do it. So I asked her to channel me a message. I didn't ask her what I wanted. Sometimes she assumes someone has a question, right? And that's true. Like if you want, if you want a message resource, you're kind of saying you're questioning something about whatever is going on in your life. And I didn't tell her, mm-hmm. and she's like, okay. So she did, went into this kind of meditative state and then she kind of like draws herself to her keyboard on her laptop and she just starts typing and it's just like, right. And so I'm sitting on the sidelines, I'm watching it all happen. I've seen it a few times happen. It's so like, I know her process. She gets done and she reads it to me. And while I was receiving the message, so in the message, it said, My word was connect. She picks out one word and then she elaborates on that word. So my word was connect. And as she's talking, source is saying, consider things you never thought of before, like connect with yourself, go deep within yourself, but consider things you've never thought of before. Do you even want this? Source was kind of like opening my mind to new ideas. And then as it kept going, she got super or source got super specific on what I needed to do next. Next. So it was like direct and clear about the actions that I needed to take in order to have the desire that I wanted. The whole experience was insane. I had like a mini, not mini, I had like an emotional breakdown while I was receiving the message. And even more, like even as I was was digesting all the information and we had a little conversation afterwards, it was like more kept coming and more kept coming and more kept coming. It sent me on a complete different direction for my life Mm -hmm. and for the direction of my business and made me feel like I am fully supported and Mm -hmm. they're watching. They can see what I'm doing and they're like, this is where you need, you know, this is the direction that you need to go in in order to have more of what you want. Like It was just so clear and awesome. And what's so funny was she doesn't know what I asked. So she's just like... She's like, is this uh, along the lines of like, she's reading it to me. And it's so clear and so confident, so pure and lovely and awesome. And she's just the whole time. Like, does that answer your question? Like she has no concept. And I'm like, yes, it answers my question. Like it was so profound
0: and powerful. It was so cool watching that. I know that y'all, that's like a new offering that y'all have. Will you tell me about just if any listeners, if that like lights them up and that's something that they're want to do, what type of offerings do you guys have that you help people out with?
2: Yeah. So the the channeling, I can give like a bit of kind of a background of how it started, but also give like what the experience is like when you sign up for a session. So I started, I think it was, was it 9, 20? No, it was early 2020. I started receiving, I guess they call it Kundalini energy. We didn't know that's what it was called when it was happening, oh. but I finished a yoga practice and then I was sitting on my mat and I leaned over to check my phone. And then I sat up and my body started moving. Oh. Was like, what's this? I called you in and yeah. I'm like, uh, watch this. And I would just start swaying and then I would start rocking and then it'd be back and forth. And then it would be like, it was
1: wild. Oh and then it transferred into shaking so my body would shake and then it looked like she was having a seizure and you can go back we've recorded all of this so you can literally you can go back and watch all of it what's happened and but I could talk through them so Sam wasn't like scared
2: because I was like laughing through them I'm like do you believe this and she's like no like it was yeah it was wild and then yeah. it moved into I'd put my hand pen to paper and then it would be like circles on a piece of paper and it, we can ask like, yes or no, like clockwise and counterclockwise, like to see what would, what like would string straight,
1: straight line for and no. straight, straight line for no. Right. Circles, and then circles, yeah.
2: and then it got into writing and I was like free writing to the point where my hand was really hurting and it, the information was coming too fast. And then yeah. it was actually my mother-in-law that was like, you need to try typing. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So then it's like, then I would get into a mode and it, you get it. Like I get into this place where I'm like, you know, I take deep breaths and I kind of get into that meditative space and then it's like a pull. Like when you see it, it's like, it pulls me to the, the keyboard and then I'm like my hands and it, it looks like gobbledygook. Like it doesn't even look like legible for a lot of it. Cause I'm typing so fast and you don't have time to go back and correct. Cause it's like, you're just trying to get the information. Yeah. So that's kind of a little bit what, what a session looks like is you come and I find it better if you don't have a question. Cause I'm still practicing between like. My ego, my human self, and then receiving the messages. And so sometimes, like with Sam's message, I'm receiving a message and then I can pause them and say, I can ask a question where it's like, can you be more specific? And then that's when they'll be like, okay. And then they'll give me more details. But for the most part, it's just me stepping out of the way and just letting the words flow through. So if you don't have a question, I think it just makes things a little bit better because it just allows me to just free think and free, free receive. flow.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. And just receive and like, not know, not work with my own brain. And like, I don't have to stronghold. It's just like, just allowing. And the one word thing was a strategy that came through in the summer and it just kind of clicked where like, cause the, the information comes really quickly. I'm just like, pick a word. And once they pick a word, then I've got the word and then I can allow it to flow through a little bit more concrete. So the session itself takes around, the whole thing takes from 45 minutes to an hour. If you want to, and that's the thing I, I usually give people an option. Like, do you want to watch me channel it or yeah. I can do it ahead of time. Yeah. So that way we just sign on and talk about it. And most yeah. people opt to watch it. Cause it's weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. That's so cool. oh my God. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind watching it, but, and I find most of the people too, when they, when they sign on with me, then they have a moment mm-hmm. to meditate too, because mm-hmm. my eyes are closed and I'm breathing. And then they're kind of like, Oh yeah, this feels good. And then when that's the case, they open up. And so it's easier for me to like receive from their higher self, what they need to hear. That is the gist of the message. It's always like, what does this person need to hear in this exact moment? And nine times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10, the reaction is I definitely already knew this. And I'm like, yeah, of course you did. You just don't allow yourself to hear it. You don't consider that thought to be from source. Yeah, or from yeah. your intuition or from your higher self, you're just used to all your thoughts bouncing around in your head and yeah, judging yeah. them and questioning them. And once you kind of put a pause on everything, like I'm of the belief that everyone has the ability to do this, everybody yeah. on the channel, right? It's just in that practice mode. So, what I'm able to do for people is receive that message from their higher self for them. Yeah, and then yeah. be like, is this validating? And then they're like, yes, like th- I do know this stuff. And I'm like, I know you do. Like, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. Like if you're just receiving validation from an outside source, like you're just receiving validation yeah. from somebody that's like, you're thinking these things <laughs> it's like source
0: likes that. You yeah. should go for that. Yeah. Right. I almost felt the need to interrupt you a second ago. And then you just mm. said it, which was crazy. Cause I was like, I'm getting a download that like you eventually are going to teach people how to do this for themselves also. Oh, I would love to be able to do that. The first episode I recorded for 2022 was about the whole global cycle shift in 2027. It's I like loved it. Design. Okay. I so listened to that episode. I've shared it with so many people. Like, I love okay, that episode. It's I'm so glad. Good. But one of the things I talk about in there is that as we approach 2027, and, and especially once 2027 comes everybody every human that's going to be born is already going to have all of these abilities and they're going to immediately start manifesting mm-hmm. i think like you everybody does have these abilities but we've conditioned them out of ourselves by not absolutely to tap into source and everything so i think mm-hmm. the work that you're doing is super important and it's going to be crazy to see over the next few years how this is gonna be normal.
2: Do you know what yeah. I mean? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's normalized kind of in our house.
0: Yeah. yeah. For, for us, it's normalized. Like, it hey, not in I- Texas, FYI. Right. <laughs> right. Like,
1: can I get a message from source? Oh, yeah, sure. Have a seat here, right? And it's yeah. profound. It makes you cry. But for us, it's like the concept is like, oh yeah, this is the way it is. And you the know? reason too, like more validation that we know it's not me talking and
2: that it is source. Oh, yeah. It's like I don't sound like this. Yeah, <laughs> Like when I talk and you can tell these aren't my words. Like, I don't talk like this. I don't write like this. It's just like these profound, like Skylar said it really well. Like she was on our podcast recently and she said, cause she received a channeled message from me and she said, it sounded like her higher self talking to her. Yeah.
0: Like it's, yeah.
2: It sounds like these higher educated, energetic, vibrational beings. I am limited to words that I know but like words that I don't ever use when I yeah. talk to people about anything. So yeah. it's like, and it comes through so fast that it's like, yeah. how could I be writing things from words that I never use? Like it's, yeah. So that's how we kind of know the difference.
0: I'm going to have to get a session from you and I might be one of your first students. And as you teach people. How to <laughs> oh, do that. that would be so cool. Like I would love that. Teach me before in that, whenever I do public speaking, I black mm-hmm. out. And I don't even know what I said, but then people are like, that was so good.
1: And I sometimes
0: do it in podcasts. Um, yeah, other yeah. While, there'll be times. I definitely get downloads in podcasts and I'm yeah. thankful for, all for being open to that. Because Some people are like, what? Or, what are you talking about? Yeah. But so I've experienced it in those ways before, but I'd love to be a little bit more intentional about it mm. and learn from you. So
1: I love this point that you bring up. I don't know how you are doing with time, but I love this point that you bring up of you, you know, public speaking and mm. saying all this wonderful things. Like we know when people are channeling. And when they're tuned in. When and they're tuned in and receiving. they're channeling. Like yeah. you know, Catherine Zenkina, I think she kind of does that yeah. with her with some of her episodes, but AOC. AOC definitely does it. Like she just this, this ability to to deliver information clearly, very quickly. And in a way that people understand, I think is an indication of channeling. channeling. It's like being plugged in, right? Like the current of information in the stream is so crystal clear and so concise and so direct that you're like, that's what it's like. Like, it's just like, there's no pausing. And that's definitely what's happening to you
0: for sure. I haven't done it in a while. It's been like three years since I've done public speaking. It's a cool feeling. It's definitely out of body experience. Yeah. And
2: it's, it's this, you're charged, like you're just like yeah. lit up and it's easy and it's flowing yeah. and it's like fun. And like, you it's like, you can't, that's why podcasting I find is so fun for both oh, of yeah. us. And like, for me, like we talked about like soundboarding for me, cause I get mm. so much clarity yeah. when we talk and it's just hearing myself talk. <laughs> It's that saying, right? Like, wow, she really loves the sound of her own voice. And it's like, well, kind of, because it helps me figure it out. Like (laughs) I need, I need to do this, even if that person's not listening. It's just for me.
0: But yeah, it's
2: it's that forum, right? Like that expression. And source loves that, particularly if the information that you have is contributing to the expansion of the planet. It's like. You know, you got to get that, you got to get those messages out there to help people understand their lives better and their themselves better in order to, for us anyway, a big passion for us, like in order for them to pursue what it is they're meant to do here on this planet to make this world a better place and to raise the vibration of the planet. Like that's what we're all about. You know, if anyone's holding themselves back, I feel like our podcast on a daily basis or on whenever we upload is like. That's the main message always is you are here for a reason and there is no one else on earth that has the gifts that you have. And if you're holding that back from the planet, you're doing a disservice to all of us. You're being selfish. You're not stepping into your power, which feels really good for you, but you're not giving your gifts to the planet. And so it's like, it is your job. Your one job on this planet is to pursue what lights you up. It doesn't have to be manifestation coaching. That's for sure. It's like, whatever you want to do, you're the only person that has the blueprint that's capable of doing it. You are very valuable. So like get out there.
0: Okay. As we wrap up, how can everybody connect with you? What different offerings do you have right now? Instagram for
1: sure. Yeah. Send us a DM on Instagram. Yeah. We love that. Instagram is our manifestation journey. Our website is our And like we said, like we are kicking off 2022. We just came out with a new program called Instant Upgrade. So you can choose from three different time frames with us. Yeah. So like the first one is just a call with us. and in that call you receive one- on two reset with us, I would say. And you get another call with Mickey. so you also get a channeled message. And we give you also like a personalized guidebook to give you some manifestation tips and strategies and just some books to read. Like we give you as many resources around what you need, a, need in, at, this in this moment. Yeah, We give you all the resources we can in a personalized guidebook for you. So you can move through one call a month or 12 weeks or three months with us. And so that's available on our website. Hang on. So it's, you can either do one call.
2: Yeah. You can do a month of calls. Or you can do three month of calls. Yeah. yeah. So the month is three forward. months of calls. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, everything is on our website. All of it's that's on all the main laid, page. All too. laid out right on the main page.
2: Like we were saying, you can do just a channel message if that's all you want to do. You one can sign up for one of those two also on our website. And that's all the things I think. I right think now. that's all the things. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. And we've got some yummy things coming up in the future, but you'll have to keep, you'll have to follow us and stay tuned. To Listen to our podcast if you want to keep are.
1: tabs on yeah. us that's a really great way of keeping tabs is just listening to us document our journey and the guests that we have on our show too.
0: Yeah. There's a big fun lineup it. for 2022. We're just like so pumped about it. So I freaking love y'all's podcast. So I tell so many Thank people you. about it, <laughs> I will put all of this information in the show notes. So y'all can just scroll down and click the links to add them on Instagram and check out their website and all that kind of stuff. But Thank you, Sam and Mickey, for coming on. Mm, I had so much fun talking with you. And I usually don't go past like 30, 45 minutes. So we need to get all these things out here. I love Uh, it. We can keep talking. (laughs) But it's so fun. I love our energy together. It's awesome. Thank you guys so much. I'm excited to connect with you in the future and have like a follow-up podcast episode about everything that that we've done this year. And I'll talk to you all soon. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about I would love to connect with you send me a DM on Instagram at you do woo all one word I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you I can't wait to connect another sound off media company podcast its
2: said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one.